This is episode three of The Creative Outsiders, and I'm your host, Siobhan Hill. The Creative Outsiders is a collective of women storytellers that aim for sisterhood through a community that provides professional development for emerging filmmakers. Simply put, we want to show you it's possible to live your filmmaking dreams. Now let's get into the show. Welcome, Leanne. Hi. It's so funny. I tell everybody like when I do the welcome and it's like, hi, it's so awkward because it's like you're used to either like hugging or waving and it's just like, hey, I can't yeah. see your face. <laughs> but it's like it, it makes sense in this new digital world that we live in that everything is kind of like it's real. It feels definitely real and authentic, but it's kind of it's kind of um, removed almost. <laughs> It is. It's so weird. Every time I say it, it's like, okay, Shimon, you have to build it up. Like, welcome. Hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. Hi, it's great to be here. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. I um, am so excited. Uh, one, because I know everybody's probably like, okay, the creative outsiders loves Leanne, but we do. <laughs> because I had to go back. I was like, you've been interviewed on our blog twice. Dope. <laughs> and now we have you on air and I just um just for personal I so love following you I um was telling my girlfriend that I am so visual of course because I'm a, a filmmaker but because I love looking at your pictures it's just really really dope so I'm excited to talk to you Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to talk to you because we have been kind of corresponding for a while now. So it, it is cool to finally be talking. <laughs> like it is. Like it's great. I'm excited too. Okay. So <laughs> to get started, because I do have a few questions, I had to keep going back and like condensing it because I said we'll be up here talking forever. I so know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had the pleasure to follow you, but just for people who don't know you. Uh, the first thing I'd like to ask everyone is, how did you know filmmaking was your thing? Because I looked at your bio and um, it said before the age of 18, you had already successfully amassed a handful of awards for your di directorial presentation. So how did you know, like, this is your thing? Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing? Um, I was actually an overachiever as a child. So like, I, as soon as I was like able to do anything, I was doing something like, um, uh, I, oh, I found out I could make some money. Um, I, I could save, I could get a TV by just saving money. So I was, I was just always say, uh, like investing or, or, or growing or creating or doing something like that. Um, so, um, I, I, I started out in performing arts as a dancer. And I think when I was like 13 or, or so, we were um, at Fox 5 here in Atlanta, and um, we're, we're going on just because we were, like, doing a little preview of a show that we had coming up. And we were at the station, and I was just surrounded by, you know, the, um, the crew and the lights and the cameras, and it just felt like home. And it was the only place other than the stage that was like, oh, man, I belong here. <laughs> like, yo, like, it just, you know. So um, in high school, they had video uh uh, broadcast, broadcast journalism. I forgot what it was called in school, but, um, I did that for three years in high school. Um, and, uh, that's how I, um, got into some, uh, in Gwinnett County in Georgia. They have a few, they have a, a awards for, uh, filmmaking. So that's how I got a few awards <laughs> starting out really young. I, I still don't even think they were worthy, but, um, that, yeah, that was great at the time. 
And um, yeah, so that's how I got started. And um, I've been doing it, I guess, ever since in different forms. And it's just been evolving ever since, honestly. Okay, so I know you said that it's been evolving. And before I get to like exactly like what your thing or what you love the most, if you had to pick, um, how did you know? Because that's the thing that I tell everyone, like the reason why I started this. Um, I like grew up with my parents and they never made me feel like I couldn't achieve anything. Like when you were saying, like when you realized like, hey, I can make money from this. You are overachiever. That's kind of how I was growing up. But like I never knew that I could be a filmmaker like that never was a topic of conversation. Like looking back in anything that we discussed. And I mean, my dad mm. always told me like, you could be a business owner. You can own a business. Like he pushed that a lot. Like, I don't want you to feel like you have to work for anyone. Not that's not that that's a bad thing because that works for some people. But how did you like, how did, I guess, how did you have the confidence or do you believe that just because of your exposure to like the film world that you believe that it was possible? Like, how did you know, like, Hey, this is possible for me. I think I was naive and um, I always had um, I always had ideas and I always knew that I could create them and make something just something. I just knew that I, I was always a creator. Um, so when I got to college um, and we I, I honestly was in. Um, uh, it, it's funny that you, you mentioned that story because I don't I, I didn't even want to be a filmmaker until I was about 22 because I saw journalists. I saw video a broadcast journalism you know, I saw um, an editor, which is still, um, that's cutting edge for, uh, um, or innovative for a woman, or you know what I mean? Like industry right. standards wise, you don't see too many women editors. Um, but yeah, um, so I got into film in college after I had, we, <laughs> we had a living situation. We were like, this has, to, we were, my, my roommate and I, my, my best friend and business partner, um, we were both writers and it was just like, we, we really want to, um, tell this story because one, we're not seeing ourselves on TV and why not, you know? Um, so we, we wrote, we wrote and, uh, produced a web series. Actually it was a pilot. <laughs> I forgot we started with a pilot <laughs> and then we shot the web series and it was in the process of making that it like how I was in that, in, in the, on the film or in at Fox five as a, as a 13 year old, it was just in a space. I was in a space where it was like, this is home to me, you know, like it feels right. And, I don't know any other way to, um, I don't know any other way to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is the only way that feels good to me. So I, I, I keep chasing the art that I love and the, and the stories that I want to tell. Um, so it, it's not even like a confidence thing. It's like a, I have to thing, you know? That makes sense. And I know you mentioned to um, being in college. So you actually went to school for TV and production, but you kind of switched. So what made you want to transition from TV and production? Like why, well, not why didn't you stick with it, but how have you evolved from that to now? Um, I think I'm still interested in TV production. Um, I wish I did study film in um, college though, because they had more um, indie type stuff, more hands-on things. TV production was a lot more of the broadcast world. Okay. Um, but I still have a great interest in um, television production and episodics and things like that. Um, I think now I love, I mean, I love everything. <laughs> I'm just, a, I love short form and um, uh, even like uh, 
so uh, DocuStyle short form is what I'm really in right now. And um, uh, web series, of course. And uh, um, I do love uh, feature length films always. Um, but hmm, I think I'm, I'm where I've evolved to now is however a story, um, pre- whatever the best medium to tell a story is how I tell it. So I don't limit myself. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of evolved as I've been exposed to different things. I guess that's the real answer to your question. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it makes sense. Um, and I think that's the thing, like the more we're exposed to um, things, I think that like, you know, broadens broadens and opens up our like idea of like, wait, I can do this too. I didn't know I was mm-hmm. necessarily interested in that because that's um, basically for me, like when I, went to school. I went for my MFA. I got into screenwriting because I've been writing like all my life, even though that's not what my undergrad is in. And um, then I realized like, wait, okay, I wrote this feature film. Like, okay, let's do this. But it turned out like, no, okay, my feature film was going to be too much money. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. I understand. Yeah, that's... um... Honestly, I think that's where I stay in short form. <laughs> I started looking, I said, okay, let's reel this in and then maybe we can work our way up to it. So exactly. Like it's still the, it's still a goal, but it's like, what's, what's, what, what can you do right now with what you have? You know, that's where I resonate, you know, so that's really dope. So, okay. You let's, cause I'd like to give people a picture of like, how you um, like this is where you are and how you got there because a lot a lot of times people will look at like your social media and they'll see the work that you're doing but they're like how do I for a person who is just starting how do I get there um, because I think sometimes it's like an unrealistic thing you'll start out like hey I'm really excited about this and it like people get discouraged because they don't realize like how much work it takes to um, Oh yeah, <laughs> to where you are and time and time. Yes, so <laughs> give us like a little snapshot of okay, what have you had to become like proficient in? Like, do you do your own um, shooting? Uh, did you learn that at school? Like that kind of window of how you went from there to here. Okay. Um, well, I did. You know, I, I knew the basic mechanics of um, operating a camera from. Um, my youth high school um, we did delve into that a little bit in co- in college but uh, <clears throat> I've learned everything mm, either from mentors and I always recommend uh, f- finding someone in the career that you want to or that that you think you want to be in or something you know what I mean and, and just kind of figuring out um, learning from them having a mentor of some sort uh, but uh, yeah, I learned from YouTube and and figuring it out myself, reading the manuals and um but I I I in a lot of my work now as when I work for clients, I'm a one-man crew. Um if it's a bigger production um or my web series, I'll I'll have another camera operator, boom operator. Um but typically, yeah, I'm a director, writer, editor um <laughs> and producer. Um, sometimes like lighting and, and also, you know, <laughs> boom operator also, but what I'm, whatever I need to be to get the job done. And I feel, um, 
I'm like, do I, do I wish it was this way? Like, I, I think I held on to wanting to just be a, a writer for a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, th- there's the opportunity isn't always there or the way to get there. You might need to go a few different ways to get there right. is what I've what I found. Or even in getting in getting the work that I, I write produced, I, you know, I, I had to pick up the camera myself and, and shoot it. Um, not in. Yeah, for for the uh, docu series that I that I'm working on, um, but um, yeah, everything has been uh, hands on, and I don't necessarily recommend doing it this way. I say find what works for you, based off the kind of type of lifestyle you want to live. Um, like I like working for myself. I like having my own schedule. So what I do works for me. Like if you prefer a corporate setting that you want to be, you know in LA or, you know, you know, behind the scenes in that way in the, um, administrative side. Um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, find out what works for you and, and keep going <laughs> in what you're learning. You know what I mean? Keep learning in that, in that avenue. And, and that broadens always as you grow. Okay. So this is personal because okay, this is for me. Like I, everybody else will oh. get the benefit of it, but I'm asking, look, this is a side sidebar question. Um, because I'm realizing like that's kind of um, just because, well, one thing you said, like realizing who you are and what works for you, um, mm-hmm. because I am I still do have a nine to five. And now I'm like doing everything on the side. But I'm realizing that that's what I want to be able to do. Like I want to be able to like make my own schedule, like do my own thing. So I'm really turning into like this is a one woman show. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's like some days I'd be like, girl, are you sure about this? (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure this is Are you sure? (laughs) Right. It's rough, but it's so beautiful in the, in, from what I've discovered in the flowering of it. And just, I'm, I'm always faced with myself because if something goes wrong, if something isn't scheduled, if something isn't done, all I have to do is all the only thing, only person I have to blame is myself. I, I like, I'm constantly like looking at a mirror of myself and, and my processes and what's, you know, and, in in getting clients in, in shooting things that I care about and making time for the things to uh, making time to write the things that I, uh, my passion projects, you know, things that I want to tell, um, stories I want to tell, but, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) No, um, so what I was going to say is how, um, I guess, I, look, I now lost my train of thought because I'm up here. Yeah. Just, oh, no. Um, I know I was going to say one moment show. So um, basically what I was saying, how did you know, like, OK, because I'm so used to like I worked on a um, production company for someone else. So, you know, I got my hand at directing like, OK, this works like I can do this. And then um, because like you said, my whole initial is writing. So I was like, okay, I see that I have to develop things in order to get the writing out there that I want to see. So my biggest thing now is like editing. Yeah, look, I have, wow, cool. No, yo, I like, was like, okay. Uh, Very dope. No, like I'm like teaching myself to edit and I'm like, what in the world? It's good though, because it's empowering though too right as a filmmaker it really is and that's what I was going to ask you what what motivated you and pushed you during those times that you are teaching yourself the things that you need to function as a one one woman show like what kept you motivated 
Hmm. <laughs> I guess wanting to be successful. Right. Um, I'm, I've gigged throughout my um, career since college. Um, but I guess the past, since the beginning of 2017, this is the first time I'm like completely, you know, on, on my, my own business wise and like whatever, uh, I'm completely responsible for, for what I produce and what I make and my lifestyle. So, um, <laughs> I, it's the pressure of, of, yeah, of success, of needing to feed myself and, and wanting, to li- wanting to live a certain lifestyle or sustain myself in some capacity. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, to grow for the future. So, I think um, I have a lot of rough moments in the edit suite or, like, having to look up things or, you know, because I'm still learning and growing um, all the time in every facet of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just, yeah, it's like, I, I have to, it's, it's that, that thing again, that like, it, this is for my survival, you know? Right. And I think <laughs> it's good just to let people know too, that it's, you're never not learning, like no matter what yeah. age you are and like being a creative or filmmaking, like it's, you're always supposed to be growing. Mm-hmm. And I, absolutely. Um, so just to switch gears a little bit to talk about food diaries, I think that's originally yeah. how I um, ran across you. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Food diaries. And I was like, this is just so beautiful. Like I was, I mean, like I oh, looked cool. at it, but then I had to go back and be like, okay, now like really pay attention to what's happening. But um, <laughs> I'm just always intrigued by uh, why stories by the stories we choose to tell. Why do you feel like food diaries chose you? Hmm. Ooh, I like that question. <laughs> but um I I initially thought I'd been marinating on food diaries for a couple of years. Um I originally thought of it as um my uh I guess, expose of myself, my own relationship with food. Um, cause, uh, from most of my teen years, I had a, um, uh, I binged and starved myself. I don't think it was an actual disorder or there's a name for it, but I just had a really unhealthy relationship with food. Um, and it was, um, and just growing up and, you know, facing myself <laughs> as an adult, like, Oh, Leanne, you have to live with your mistakes. Um, I, 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 I was, I, kind of shift shifted gears and also um I, I just different family ins- or things that happened at that time I just I was able to shift my perspective and uh, Leanne just get your get uh feel good that's what my my um mentality changed to just feel good and so in that I my relationship with food evolved to um to to not thinking not counting things but just you know what, what feels good and then, you know, evolve from outside of, well, what feels good in, in, you know, in my career and my relationships and in the world and what do I want to contribute to and what am I contributing to and what is my, that my food contributing to. And so that's how food diaries evolved and it kept evolving to the point to where it, it started. Um, uh, we've shot the first episode with, um, Anna Marie, uh, Fort Negrita. Um, and, um, it, 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 it got, I knew that I wanted to tell other women's stories, stories because um, 
these were the stories that moved me um, and who, who spoke for something broader than what I could, who spoke for how their relationship with food um, mirrors another, another um, systemic relationship, um, like food waste mm-hmm. and, you know, how we, how we food waste in, in society and, and food waste on our plate and, you know, in our trash cans. So, so something as simple as that. But there's these, these um, overarching stories that I feel are, are needed to, you know, to be discussed. And um, yeah, so that's why <laughs> um, I need to tell these stories. I guess that's, what, that's, that's, yeah, that's how it evolved and came out. I like that. Yeah, when I watched it, I was like, man, I need to like do a little bit better. (laughs) And when we, but it didn't like, it just was very eye opening. Like I said, okay, like this is very interesting. So I'm looking forward, look, no pressure. I'm looking forward to all the other episodes of it. So. Yes, me too. I just, I just locked in an interview I've been really looking forward to. Um, last night. So I'm happy that you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I'm also looking forward to what is to come. <laughs> Do you, um, thank you. No problem. Do you have a idea of like how many episodes you want to do? Do you have a time frame? Um, normally I should have something like that. Um, <laughs> and it's been just because it's been my personal passion project, Food Diaries, that's kind of how it was born. I didn't want to put any pressure on fitting a schedule. Um, but I do um, I do have a couple that have already been shot that just need to be edited. And um, I plan on shooting two to three more. So, um, yeah, I'd like to do um, a couple. Uh, there's, I guess there's, they're not really seasonal, so I'd like to just shoot maybe like seven more episodes, you know, um, but just to explore the different facets of our relationship with food. Like if I'm inspired to, if inspired to do an eighth one, then that will happen, you know, but, uh, yeah, I just want to explore the different, um, systems really. That sounds good. I look forward to it. No pressure. Cause I I already know, like I have a (laughs) side passion project. I will not tell anybody about it because then they'll be like, wait, when is it coming out? Mm Mm-mm. Right. And it's like all the <laughs> pressure and then you're like not enjoying it anymore. No, I like just dropping a Beyonce and yeah. just like, oh shit, here it goes. <laughs> but um, honestly, I, I, I don't know if I have a, uh, have a, have a, I don't think I have an avid following. So I just release as I'm inspired and share however I can. Um, and I have a good enough network to at least at least a few hundred people see it. So, um, you know, that's, that's good enough for me and it, and it keeps growing and it keeps expanding. So I'm, I'm, I'm completely open for slow growth. That's good. And I was going to, um, that's a good question too, because I think a lot of times we get consumed with, um, how many people are watching or looking or engaging in our art as creatives. How do you, I mean, are you concerned about that or no? Um, I used to be uh, obsessed about that, <laughs> so now I am not. Um, Look, what do you do? I, think, I feel um, like I'm like at that that beginner obsessed stage. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> How did you get over that? Because once you like once you start it, you can go down a rabbit hole. Um, 
I think I, for me personally, I started, I started valuing myself as my art. Like my art is, is the limit of my value. Um, and in a way, because I was putting my all into it. Um, so therefore if you didn't like it or, um, you didn't see it, then, um, I suck. And if too many people saw it, then I think, then I think, oh my God, you saw too much of me. And maybe I exposed too much what, you know, maybe you saw a vulnerable part or weak part of me. So I, I got a little too obsessed with it. So I highly recommend (laughs) like, um, just trusting, trusting your art, um, that's what's been working for me right now. And just, I've, I literally, everything that I've produced lately, I'm just obsessed with it just because like, I don't know if anybody else likes it, but I like it a lot, you know, and that's all that matters to me. And I've, I've been, it's, it, yeah, it, it feels like better art to me, but I, you know, because one, I'm more skilled and, and two, I, 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 I'm actually trusting, you know, my intuitive art you know the intuitive voice so um yeah just yeah um uh, I'm I've been reading uh Brene Brown also (laughs) so and just listening to um the 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 opinions that do matter you know and and if you do want feedback get those get those you know get feedback from those voices but everybody else it doesn't even matter yeah yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yes, get the feedback from those who matter. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have been talking about you and your projects. So the question that everybody always wants to know is what equipment do you use? So take us through your creative bag. Um, Because I'm a one-man crew, I... um. I uh, have a DSLR, a Canon 7D, and a, a few lenses. Um, I, um, because I do photography now, that can be just my <laughs> my bag. Um, if I'm doing a video shoot um, or working on my series, um, I have I I prefer natural light, so I'll I'll bring reflectors um, and light stands to set those up, um, and I have. Um, a light kit and um, a mic and um, boom stand. So um, it's a pretty bare bones, <laughs> um, yeah, camera bag. But it's just me, and it and I can carry all of it typically. Oh, and I have a slider. The slider is probably my favorite thing oh. still, and I got it like two years ago. I can't wait to get a slider. Um, like I want it so bad. I'm like, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, it feels good. Um Yeah, that that's the only thing I have now. Of course I want more, but this is what I can I can use now, so this is what I've been using and using to the, you know, to the best of my ability. Right. <laughs> like becoming a pro at it. You wouldn't even exactly. know. Exactly. So, how did you <laughs> gradually add to it? Because I know like you said, um even though you use yours for multiple things because you are a photographer as well. But how did you, because I know for me and even, well, everyone, especially if you're doing like web series or like just any type of filmmaking, you can start to feel like you need to have everything. But how did you, I guess, gradually add to your bag? And then like, how did you decide like what's a necessity? Like, okay, this is what I need and I can function with it. 
Um, well, I started, I started with, um, I guess I'm lucky because I started the first time I really truly, I guess, was on set was, um, after when I was doing my web series and, um, I, I was basically shadowing the, the, um, director, um, and uh, so I, I was looking at, you know, how he had he had basically a bare bones um, camera uh, camera bag also, but it was legit and he really knew how to use his tools. So um, um, I know the sound needs to be good. <laughs> you know, I know the, the, the image needs to be sharp um, and the light needs to be good. Um, so however I can get those three things good luck, you know really really good then um the the rest can kind of can kind of fall to the wayside or you know I can work on those or you know make them up as I go along okay that sounds good yeah Yeah. so everyone out there don't try to go in debt trying to get everything yeah Yeah. and you can rent you can rent I don't know if you can rent where you are I actually Um, can like okay cool yeah there's a lot of places now where you can rent equipment yeah that's I highly recommend doing that. And if you find something that you really must have in your camera bag, get it. <laughs> exactly. So we say no to debt, yeah. rent, and if you must have it, okay, then get it. Yeah. Okay, so we both have something in common because we both love documentaries. So I wanted to talk about them. Um, the first thing that I wanted to ask your opinion about, uh, just to yeah, get your opinion, why don't you think that most people are interested in documentaries? Like, um, I remember I was talking to a couple of people and I was like, no, I really think that like, I'm going to be more along the lines of making documentaries. And I say, you know, web series will probably be the next, but like little mini docu stories, like I think that's just going to be me. Mm -hmm. And even like telling small brand documentary stories. And everybody was like, no, (laughs) why? You're so creative. Why don't you do like films? And I'm like, but it is a film. So why do you think um, people aren't like interested in documentaries? Just your opinion. And watching them or in making Uh, them? I think in watching them. Um. I think there's um there's a belief that um learning is is boring <laughs> and um and if you're watching a documentary you're going to 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 be learning something um but uh I do find that with short form um being so accessible on like Facebook um and YouTube and Vimeo that people are watching more um I think or at least they're talking about it more um, but, uh, I'm, I, I feel like, I feel like they're grow they will grow in popularity because they're also, um, more budget friendly, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, and, and there's a lot that you can do with it, especially as, um, as, uh, you know, the, the, the digital world is evolving and we have VR now. Um, it's, people can do different things with, you know, um, with this, you know, with docu-style, um, content. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I think people are, are getting into it more, yeah. hopefully. I yeah. do too. I think, you know, from even five years ago to now, I definitely believe that it's a shift and like, okay, you know, this is something. And I think too, just how it was formatted then, it was like a lot of, you know, statistics. Yeah. Honestly, I never thought about that, but it, they were a little dull back, <laughs> back a, a little bit, a little bit ago. I th- I feel like, uh, yeah, no, what? I can hear you. Oh, no, you're- sorry. Um, I, I feel like now they have a lot more, um, character almost, um, but that might be necessary, um, you know, to, to actually draw the audience. I do too. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know if you've watched this documentary it's I don't know if it's considered a documentary I think it is um I haven't seen it yet I said I was going I was supposed to watch it before we talked and I was going to tell you but totally slipped my mind um Detroit no it's not a documentary I don't think but it's based Um, off um true events but no I haven't seen it I I heard a lot of stuff about it (laughs) so I wasn't actually even though we're we both haven't seen it, <laughs> we can still, yeah. it's a general question. So, um, yeah. cause I like to like read what people say. And I mean, it's good. Sometimes it's amusing. Um, but people were like, mm-hmm. uh, one, it was very heavy, but the one thing I did read, and I think it was on, I think it was on the creative outsider. Somebody had posted that they felt like they were upset that, um, someone outside of the culture made the documentary. Well, not the documentary, but retold made right. the film. Oh, are they talking about was it Bigelow? Is that I think who? I don't remember. I can't remember who. who it was. So don't get me lying on that. But it was like it's a yes. white director, I'm pretty sure. Yes. But was it a white writer? Uh, I'm maybe the- I'm not sure, but I do know it was a white director. I think it was a, a white writer. But not even to like make it like that, but it was just interesting to me because they felt like someone from like the African-American community should tell the story. So it started to make me think like, do we think that it's a problem for somebody else to tell someone's story? Because that's what we are like storytellers. So do you think that that's the issue? Like, are you not supposed to be able to tell a story that like intrigues you, even if it's not your culture? Ooh, man. (laughs) Um, that's, that's a rough question. I feel like it might be situational, but I, I, I'll be, I'll be kind of general. Yes, this is Um, general. (laughs) Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like if that person, like me as a storyteller, Memoirs of a Geisha is one of my favorite movies. It's a biopic. Um, and you like that movie? <laughs> I love that movie. Um, um, and I'm pretty sure the writer of it was white. Um, but I, 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 like, but I, would, I would love to tell that story. Um, but I would take good care. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, but, and, be a journalist for however long that I would need it to, to write the story where I'm, I'm, you know, getting to know geishas and getting to know their um, descendants and, and really understand what they're even to, I would have to feel like I was connected enough to feel even worthy of telling the story. 
yeah, I get, I'm looking, I'm trying to figure out if worthy is a word, but um, because uh, there's so much, there's so much history in every culture. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> I don't know if this is a general statement either, but um, yeah, if, if I'm going to, what I know is my culture. If I'm going to take on your culture, if I'm going to tell your story, I need to know more about you. So I'm going to take my time and you know, learn, be able to tell your story authentically. Authenticity. That's, that's the word really, truly. Um, so with that being said, I don't know what the intention was. I don't know if it was just, Hey, um, black, black stories are popular right now. Let's tell this one. Or (laughs) it was like, um, Oh, this, this character really moved me. I let me write this. You know what I mean? I don't know what the background truly was. But, um, I, yeah, I think it, it, it all comes down to intention. I agree. Sure. And I think that's just across the board, like, period, as a yeah. uh, filmmaker or creative. I just believe that's the responsibility that we have. Like, if mm-hmm. you're going to tell anyone's story, like, that's just even basic. Like, if I'm going to do someone's documentary and they're the same ethnicity as me, like, I still have a responsibility to, like, tell a true story like not the story I want to tell yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so, I agree. yeah and I, I I honestly I honestly adore that aspect of um documentary making because in, in with um when I write a narrative um or feature or episodic it's I'm completely creating these characters. They may be from real life or whatever, you know, you know, and I'm expounding upon it or whatever, what have you. But when I'm, when I'm doing a um, documentary, I'm learning so much about the world and I adore it, you know, Um, just like how this person really like, and that, that feeds my other, other forms of storytelling. It's, I, I, yeah, I love it. (laughs) I think that's what, um, I think sometimes like even looking at documentaries, I'm like, man, and sometimes I teeter on that line. Like, should I have been a journalist? Because I love like becoming consumed, like with whatever the subject is. And it's just like, okay, I get Mm -hmm. to learn all of this. And then I get to share like these pieces of you with the world. Like, I think it's like the most Mm -hmm. amazing thing. It's the game. Yes, you're a true storyteller, and it and don't let you don't have to limit yourself on how you tell stories. That's what I'm I'm finally becoming okay with. Yeah, <laughs> finally. I think that's good. That's a good line. I have to write that down. Um, so the last two questions, because you know we'll just keep talking. Um, I know you said that this is basically your first sheet. Well, first, correct me if I'm wrong. Like full fledged year of you're, you're doing this solo. Like this is you, you're running your show. So how has that been as far as, uh, I guess how to be successful, excuse me, in running your business. How has that uh, evolved into like being able to have consistent clients and maintaining like your business? Um, it's definitely, um, a lot of learning Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um uh i'm it wasn't easy i'm trying to think like how i got from the beginning to where i am now i i've i've been able to um i guess create a reputation for myself to where i can 
um, get a bare minimum of clientele or, or, or I've built enough relationships. I think that's key to where I, I, I can work consistently, um, if not abundantly, at least consistently. Um, so I think that's, that's key is um, if you want to tell stories about people, meet people. You know, meet people so you can tell their stories. I mean, <laughs> um, and I, I it's so what huh? you just said was so practical, but it's like, duh, like meet people. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but like <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm literally figuring it out and, and, and doing it however it works best for me. But because um, I, I so I tell brand stories um, or for personal brands, nonprofits um, and creatives Um and, um, so, and cause I, I wanted to kind of, I wanted to be able to con- consistently write and also, you know, work as an entrepreneur, it's telling stories, but what was accessible to me now are sh- is short form content for clients. So that's, w- that's, what's feasible for me now. So that's, what's working well. Um, and, um, yeah, so finding out what kind of client I wanted to work with and and going to where that client is or meeting that client um somewhere you know it's it's um yeah i I, i'm not expecting anybody to come to me um (laughs) so i always um and that sounds funny because i'm i'm a total introvert and i'm not like constantly out there in the streets you know any or anything like that but when it comes to like connections that i really want to make or um a place that I really want to set for myself in the world as far as what kind of art I create. I'm really passionate and I only see like, this is what needs to be done. And, um, or, or, you know, this is the environment I need to be in to meet certain people or whatever, what have you. And, um, yeah, I, I, creating opportunities. I think that's just the best way I can say what I just said. No, Um, that was really good advice. I mean, because I think sometimes we like, feel like we it's like this big pie in the sky like answer but that was like just so practical and it always goes back to filmmaking and being a creative is about relationship and it's just really Mm -hmm. important like you cannot be uh you know a filmmaker and like you're on this island by yourself so I think that's really good information that you just gave yeah I know. And as I, me as a, as a writer, like I like being on an Island by myself sometimes yeah. it's, it's safe. It's so safe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not where the it work is. is. <laughs> so, so yeah, going, going to the work it always, yeah, something will come. Something will always come because you're putting in the work. Absolutely. And our last question for you is what is next for you? Mm-hmm. Oh man! <laughs> like, <laughs> I um, <laughs> I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> just because this no, has been I'm saying it's huh? okay. Like I'm learning it. Right. This solar uh, this solar eclipse is li- okay, but no, literally the solar eclipse, the energy that's flowing right now has just like flipped my world upside down. So I'm literally in like a okay, let's see world. What are you gonna give me today? um, space right now. So, um, (laughs) but I'm going to keep telling stories, um, however they come to me. 
Um, I do. I'm still working on Food Diaries and um, working with another filmmaker on producing some shorts this this fall or this winter. So I'm really excited about that because it's been a while since I've done um, scripted content, and it's it's just been it's I've grown so much. So it's 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 feeling so good to to like feel my characters, you know. But um, that sounds weird. <laughs> but, um, so that's that's what's coming immediately. Yes. Well, that sounds good. And how can everyone keep in touch with you, connect with you? Um, I am Miss Chisholm everywhere, M-I-S-S-C-H-I-S-O-L-M um, dot com on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Miss Chisholm or Miss Chisholm Shoots for my photography. Okay. It's been fun talking to you and Thanks yeah. for everybody that's listening. You can follow the Creative Outsiders with an S on Instagram or on Facebook, which I always shade me on Facebook because I hardly post there. <laughs> I'm trying to do better. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably like spotty, but still. And you can also find our website, thecreativeoutsiders.com. And you can follow me, Siobhan Hill, on Instagram as well as my website. And we will. And thank you, Siobhan. You are such a wonderful resource. And, and just what you've done with Creative Outsiders, I'm really, I'm just really grateful for you oh, and what you're you. doing um, for, yeah, for uh, us women filmmakers. I thank really you. appreciate Yay. you. I'm happy. That makes me happy. <laughs> so <laughs> we will see y'all next time. And till then, keep on chasing those dreams.